0: Hey
1: everyone, welcome to the Beyond the Dance Floor podcast where we look at everything outside of the moves and the competitions and try to dive a little bit deeper. It's about history, mentality and connecting the dots between the dance and the other aspects of our lives. Today we talk with Tayo representing Last for One, Now or Never and Oro Collective. Tayo is a Battle of the Year champion as well as a multi-time champion in Korea and Canada, a former bodybuilder, recently started dabbling in the contemporary side of dance and is a multi-time Brazilian Jiu Jitsu champion as well. We talk about the early days of the Korean breaking scene and how he got started, being a full-time b-boy, his work ethic and dedication to breaking, his journey in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and its relation to breaking and more. Tayo is one of the hardest working people I know. It seems like whatever he sets his mind to he excels in and his work ethic and dedication to his craft is very contagious. I'm really happy to be able to share his experiences and perspectives with you all and I hope you all enjoy the talk peace okay we're here with tayo from last for one now or never did i miss anything is that that's no that's it?
2: perfect last, last for one now or never yeah that's you right one thing oh <laughs>
1: that's right we'll get to that in a bit <laughs> yeah but tayo is also one of the newest members of uh oro collective uh street dance based performance group in vancouver that i was a founding member of so i'm very honored to have him be a part of it but i'm also very honored to have him on the podcast and just kind of share his experiences and his uh his history and just his thoughts on things um with everybody watching and listening so thanks a lot tayo for being here
2: oh thank you so much for having me
1: yeah um tayo is like one of the strongest guys i know so we'll talk about (sighs) that in a bit but uh first yeah, for anyone who doesn't know who you are, do you mind just giving a little background, like history, where you're from, when you got into breaking, and whatever else you want to say.
2: All right, let's do it. Uh, so my name is Taiyo, and um, I'm originally from South Korea. I started breaking 1997 in Korea, and then I, I, was, uh, I was in the crew name, Last of One, and then and then we won the 2005 Veteran of the Year. That's one of the biggest career I did. And then 2010, I decided to move to the Canada, Vancouver. Um, there was a many reasons. Just uh, I wanted to um, I wanted to speak English, and then also I wanted to do something different. Uh, my just a lifestyle, right? Just like out of the country, mm-hmm. and then. Learn something new and then just like change the environment, right? So that will that will change the whole my idea of life. So that's why I decided to move to Canada, 2010, and then I joined the I joined the Now or Never crew from um, in Vancouver. So and then now I'm I'm here in Canada. It's like 11 years now. So yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. that's crazy. And
2: I'm yeah, I'm still uh, as a full-time b-boy. Um, it's a it's a, feels very grateful. I mm-hmm. never expected when I started breaking. I didn't know I'm going this far, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, yeah. Far now, like so, and I feel like it keeps going. So, uh yeah, very grateful as a b boy, b boy life.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's something that I want to talk to you maybe later on about. Mm-hmm. Is like, you know. Doing breaking as a full-time job, I think mm-hmm. it takes a lot of, like, dedication and discipline and, uh, yeah, that that kind of thing, like, to endure. You know, sometimes there's not so many opportunities or you have to make the opportunities for yourself. You have to be very active to find the jobs and things like that. Um, and that's something I really want to talk to you about. Later is just your like your discipline and your uh your drive to just like make things happen for yourself. Um, but before we get into that, I'm very curious about just like Korean breaking history, and I know a little bit about it, but Mm -hmm. do you mind sort of like telling people about yeah, just the what you know of Korean say breaking history, and if there's any other parts that you need to talk about it doesn't have to be only breaking but yeah
2: yeah um so my hometown is uh called jeonju which is three hours far from seoul so which is a little bit far from the like culture you know Mm.
0: Uh,
2: not much culture going on and then i started dance with my friend my high uh, middle school friend five of them and then the time i didn't know what is even b-boy or breakdance is just uh, i watched uh, the tv and then there was a k-pop group called hot and they just dance you know i mean k-pop dance and then in the break break time you know uh in the middle of the song they do some like little bit of like technique stuff right okay here and there and then those kind of things i just follow kind of like that so i started like that and then 19, 1998, the, there's a uh, legendary b-boy crew called People Crew. They, um, how can I say they? They kind of like uh
1: spread the
2: yeah culture. spread the breaking scene. Like they made some VHS tape, and then that was super popular at the time. Mm-hmm. So I watched that with a friend, and then when I saw that tape and then I kind of decide that's what I want to do. That's what mm-hmm. I want to focus, right? So we, me and my friend, we become as a like B-boy from that time. Mm. From that time, I first time I learned about the word B-boy before that uh, I had no idea. And uh, mm. uh, from that, like me and my crew, we kind of travel to the Seoul. Because like in my hometown, there is not many people, right? Obviously, it's very culturally, not much things going on. But Seoul at the time, oh, it was uh, like lots of crews, so many B boys. So often we went to the Seoul. We kind of like, um, you know, kind of like learn something. Mostly we go there and learn, and we we copy the VHS tape about like session five or Metro beer, those kind of tape, we kind of copied it. We bring back the my hometown and we watch it so many times, and that's how we practiced. And yeah, that was my beginning of my b-boy life. And um, 2000, 2001, first time the Korea b-boy team. Uh, visual shock oh and, man you remember that right they went yeah. to the battle of the year that's the first time they represent korea in the international uh, b-boy competition and then when we saw that i was like i think i was uh I was uh, 18 19 years old at the time and then mm-hmm. i i saw that and i kind of dream kind of like oh m- i want to do that one day mm-hmm. you know i want to do that one day just like kind of represent your country Mm-hmm. and uh like and it was kind. Of, it was kind of like going crazy at the time the korea b-boy scene was like changing very quickly
0: mm-hmm.
2: and in 2002 the next year right away expression the korea crew from um korea crew expression they won the battle of the year mm-hmm. like it was uh it was a shock too just like we just i thought we just started breaking and then <laughs> yeah we won the, one of the biggest competition in the world. So, like, if they can do it, we can do that too. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, we still, I was in the my hometown, Jeonju. Like, obviously, slowly around that time, there was more jams in Seoul. So, like, we would have tra- traveled to Seoul, my hometown to Seoul, just back and forth. We go, learn we lose, we, we never learned until like 2003. So 2003 was the first time uh, my crew from Jeonju, last phone we won in the Seoul. I think that might be the one of the first team won in the Seoul, out of Seoul. Oh, um, really? Yeah, beside the uh, extreme crew. The extreme crew also wow. not from Seoul. I think at the time it was almost impossible winning in seoul because like you know it it almost doesn't make sense because like culturally just too different Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah
2: um at the time we were kind of new generation and it was Mm -hmm. kind of sensational at the time and uh like from that we back and forth many times and then 2005 we after we won the battle with your uh, Korea, the preliminary, we decide to move to, Korea, um, decide to move to Seoul just mm-hmm. uh, at the time we are just uh, kind of like uh, do or die. Just we're gonna, like we're going to like, we're going to just do it. We're going to mm-hmm. like, how can I say
1: like, yeah, do or die. You, you commit, commit to it. Yeah. Like, fully right? commit
2: to it. You fully. Yeah. Yeah. So at, like we just eat, eat, practice, sleep kind of like every day. I mm-hmm. think at the time, we just practice every day, not even Saturday, Sunday. That we didn't have a um, one day off even. And then mm-hmm. this is a crazy story. We lived in studio, I guess, maybe uh, like 300, 400 square feet. And then we lived with five people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Excuse. sighs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Dedication. A, <laughs> uh, basement suite, too. It was a basement, too. Oh, not much suns so or it was, like, always, uh, like, very humid.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, we were there for, like, like, more than six months, a little bit less than one year. After we won the battle with the 2005 International, and then we moved to a little bit better place, a mm-hmm. little bit better. But we still... Um, like five people in one bedroom mm-hmm. apartment. Yeah, um, yeah. It was uh It was slowly getting better after that. The life is slowly getting better, but um, it doesn't change it that much, you know. Mm. <laughs> but slowly got better over yeah. the years. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, like, I think maybe Korea is a little bit. The Korean scene is a little bit different than it was like during that time. It's different now than it is, than it was back then, right? Like
2: yeah, definitely yeah. Like, I guess it's like it's different every country as well. But um, Korea was a people say, people say around like two thousand mid two thousand is the kind of like golden era. Mm -hmm, Yeah, that was the kind of like most characters and the power move was just insane at the time we got famous korea korea b-boy got famous because the power move at the time like not just power move but power move was a big part of it
1: Um, like power moves and blow-ups and things like that like darkness and the end and uh yeah eagle and i don't know who else like you had all these like you and just so many people from korea during that time like yeah, They were just pushing like the the physical limits, I guess, of what people thought was possible in breaking. Yeah. Like, you know, I remember that health. time was like, mm-hmm. darkness was doing all like the one arm stuff and yeah. like the end had his like one handed, uh, like elbow, yeah. I think it was elbow or like just one handed air flares and things like that. And yeah. Just, I don't.
2: I don't think nobody can do that. What he did, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> even now. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, but but yeah, like that time, mm-hmm. you kind of mentioned it before. Like it was this really sudden uh, rise of like Korea, like visual yeah. shock, and then the next year, expression wins battle of the year, and like it just became like so big, so quickly. The yeah. level w- went so high.
2: Mm-hmm yeah <laughs> yeah and then luckily at the time we had uh, like some like sponsors like mm-hmm. like puma mm-hmm. Levi they put lots of um sponsor they put a lot of money, so it mm-hmm. was nice actually mm-hmm. actually, at the time was like the two thousand like four five around that time, the crew battle the first first place price was um uh, 10,000 yeah mm-hmm. like 10,000 canadians <laughs> wow well U.S. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah for that time that's a huge amount of money
2: that time was pretty big yeah, yeah. and then not just for the first place like you second place you get maybe like 5,000
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so there was a lot of like uh i guess like corporate sponsorships right yeah or battles and even for crews them like crews were sponsored by like yeah, Kumar yeah or nike or something like that right
2: yeah this is just a funny story like i told you just uh, before i we moved to the seoul like 2005 right mm-hmm. but we are so like we had nothing like not much money mm-hmm. we just moved to seoul so it's like we had not much work as well
0: mm-hmm.
2: so it's like sometimes we don't have even Money for the like transit. Oh man! Yeah, sometimes we kind of like jump over. We got caught. Like, it was a it was a crazy stories. But at the time, we got lots of a sponsor. So, uh. what we wearing was pretty nice. Was <laughs> very, very irony We have a, like maybe five shoes in the box in the
1: right right
2: in the like the basement basement suite. Like uh. so many shoe box everywhere. Like Levi's nice clothes, nice jacket, like jeans, yeah, yeah. so many, like you know, but has no money. So uh, <laughs> <that's a bit. laughs>
1: yeah, I would like that. Uh I think some some people, maybe especially in the breaking scene, some people mm-hmm. have this idea of like, well, if if this person gets sponsored, then like you know, they're they're making it, they're making lots of money and things like that. But mm-hmm. it it depends, right like what kind of deal and how, what level of sponsorship you have and that kind of thing and how much they want to actually support the corporations. I mean,
2: that's right. Um, Yeah. And then at the time was like the base at the time, the Korea was uh, um, like how the B-boy survive is normally it is show. So, At the time, we really don't teach, like there's no, like there's not much dance studio, and then there is not like market for that, like, Uh, you know, if there is a session, if there is a lesson, probably like high school kid to adult, they might taking the class, it's not like, like little kid, There there is no little kid classes at the time. Really. Yeah, it is so different from here, obviously, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely different.
2: <laughs> completely different. Um, is it still like that, or has it changed? Do you know? Oh, uh, now, now God is getting changed. Yet. I think, um, um, like since, especially like the Olympic become uh, one of the, <coughs> you know, Olympic, the breaking will be in the Olympics. After mm-hmm. that, I think, uh, uh, just. A- people more interested about breaking, I guess. So it's like mm-hmm. lots of little kids. Uh, but still, I think still growing up, I feel like, compared to like hmm. North America, I think still, still the Korea's um, mentality is a little bit more education, right? Kind of academic education that is a little right. bit more important than uh, something like... Like sports breaking. or breaking exactly. or that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's a very like kind of all all of asia <laughs> i think it's very common very common right yeah like education first do science yeah. do math get your degree or
2: something and you know that's right yeah
1: yeah
2: i think I... one of the biggest the culture shop when mm. i moved to the, like canada mm-hmm. because like there's so many little kids in the dance studio you know mm. which i never seen in korea hmm. and then you know like one of the my uh, main job is teaching the youth mm-hmm. so i had no experience in korea i <laughs> i may teach it like others you know what i mean
1: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
2: so that yeah. was kind of funny too
1: but i've seen you like the way you interact with kids and you're really good you're really good with uh <laughs> teaching
2: kids and stuff um it's not always easy but i think i enjoy the teaching a youth mm-hmm. um, i I enjoy it so much i think it's fun and then Mm -hmm. like especially if i teach the kid for a long time
0: Mm -hmm.
2: can i see the kid growing up Mm -hmm. like sometimes sometimes like kids was was, like this is small like so smaller than me and then over the year they like tower yeah (laughs) Yeah. like those kind of things fun too you know yeah it's cool to see
1: the the growth of the the physical growth and like the mental growth or in the dance or something like that yeah Yeah. it's like become a little bit of man little man you know (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like you know it's something that i thought about a lot especially Mm -hmm. recently like you know you talk about uh korea still has the mentality of education is kind of first like do do don't pay so much attention to dance or like sports Mm -hmm. or something like that. It's not, it's lower than say getting your university degree or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, And I, I think that's, I understand that thinking, Mm -hmm. but also I think like, say if someone does dance, there's a lot that they can learn from. It's like doing martial arts. You learn a lot just by doing it and you learn Mm -hmm. skills that can, transfer to other parts you learn a lot about discipline about like mm-hmm. say respect or 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 just training and physical health and that kind of thing and that's just good for you in general like if you make it a job that's great if you don't yeah. make it a job it's still useful and Very i think yeah i think that's something that like people forget about with with dance is like you don't have to make it your job you can just do it as like, I always think about that with like yoga or exercise, like there's exercise classes Uh and people are taking those classes not to become an instructor, but they're Mm -hmm. doing it because it's like, it helps them uh, get more physically fit or it helps them relax or it helps them like, yeah, get some discipline in their life and routine or whatever it is. Like it helps in so many more ways than just the job, that kind of thing.
2: Oh, definitely, yeah. Like you, you know that too. Just like we learn the life, probably through the breaking. Mm -hmm, Yeah. That we started from the young age. So, like, so many skills I have right now. It's definitely from the like breaking, kind of like, discipline, and then like kind of surviving. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and then. Just the, just, just to me it's just magical just like when I started breaking I didn't expect anything just that like I did it because it's so fun
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, but now I look back I, you know especially nowadays like like being exercise, being active you gotta do the exercise mm-hmm. those kind of things super important right mm-hmm. I never even worry about it <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I don't need to like. I gotta go to the gym to the exercise because I never even thought about it. Just I do just breaking, and mm-hmm. that's already more than enough, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, like you said before, um, like the parents, the Asia, especially Asia, was a little bit like a uh, little bit more like focus on the academic because mm-hmm. of the I think it related to lot lots of uh, um, culture as well. Like mm-hmm. for example, Korea, we have uh, um, like we are the like one of the poorest country in the world in six, seven years ago, 67 years ago after the Korean war. Uh, right. And then we have nothing in the natural resources. We have nothing. Only the way you can have a good life as Mm educations you study hard and then maybe you can, um, you can have a good life. You can make some money. You can Mm -hmm. feed your family. That was only, only the way at the long time ago. That's why like my parents, of course uh, they didn't want me to dance too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, like but makes sense too in their perspective because like they never seen dancers they live well yeah you know they never seen that they never even heard about it even b-boy that is is that job is that you can um survive you can feed your family with that it didn't exist right it didn't exist yeah it wasn't a job yeah it wasn't a job so like I think that's why, my, uh, like especially in Korea, it's different in North America, but especially in Korea, my generation around that time, is the kind of like golden era. That's why we call golden era because like we just kept going, but there was nothing in front of us. Just mm-hmm. we kind of digging, just keep digging what comes next, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um, uh. I think that was very dynamic in that way (laughs) because like, I didn't know what's going on, but I'm just keep Mm. going and see what's going on. Like,
1: yeah, it's like a kind of, kind of like a pure way of thinking. Like you're just doing it because you want to do it.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah. Like there's no, or maybe as you did it, there was opportunities Mm -hmm. that started to come, but like you didn't, start doing it because they were there like that happened because people started putting in more work and building exactly. maybe i don't know relationships with these companies or things like that and it
2: yeah started yeah. to
1: build but yeah
2: no it's right like sometimes you know there was point maybe like for for everybody like oh uh, i think like i don't see my future as a b-boy i might like looking for some other career Mm -hmm. and I want some competition. So no, 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 I'm going to keep going. And then later on, Oh, I might need to find something else or I need to go to the army or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, so many things always happens and somehow that's the kind of one of the things I'm like kind of proud of myself. Just Mm -hmm. like I, there was so many times I might want to, like uh, I think like give uh, up or something give up a little bit just like I might yeah. want to keep dancing but um, just looking for some other career right right to survive just mm-hmm. kind of like yeah yeah but I'm um, like I somehow I could just survive so it's like that feels that feels great actually <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, yeah. It's it doesn't something.
2: need to be that way but um, yeah it feels good anyway yeah
1: <laughs> yeah like uh you you wanted to do this thing and it, it worked
2: out. (laughs) It worked out. Yeah. It worked out. At least I can. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. But you know, it worked out because you, you, I think sometimes like this is a a problem that people have is like, they want to do something, Mm -hmm. but they don't always want to put in the work that it requires to make it happen. And sometimes Mm -hmm. people think, We say in English, we'd say like entitled. Some people are entitled and they think, Well, I did this thing. Sometimes they're very talented too. But they think, Well, I'm this level. So I don't have to do anything. Work should come to me. Like Mm -hmm. people should give me opportunities. I'm this talented dancer. Or they think they're talented, but their level is actually here or something. Uh But if you really want to do something, like you have to make opportunities you have to build with people you have to build your own like programs or your own mm-hmm. school or your your own event or things like that and like yeah no one is gonna like give you Yeah, some people will give you stuff but most of it not is everybody like, yeah you and your team or your group or whatever whoever you're working with like those are the people that will make the opportunities happen
2: that's so true, yeah. Um, I think uh, I was uh, like kind of yes man. Like if oh Tayo, I have a, this, not much money, can you do it? Mm. I never say no. <laughs> <laughs> I always say yes. Yeah. I I, think, yeah, I I think that's you know,
1: like it's weird because growing up in North America and yeah and learning breaking here and learning about the culture here and sometimes you'd get things like well don't do that because you're selling out or something like that right Mm -hmm. and i understand that that thinking like you know you do some show and you have to dress up in some stupid costume and they just want you to do some like spin on your head or something like that yeah like i cannot. I can understand like why some people Mm -hmm. don't like that, but at the same Mm -hmm. time, also like if people want to do what they want to do, like, like Mm -hmm. live off of breaking and only breaking, Mm -hmm. if that's the choice that they make, you know, there's always like tough choices to make. Like I have Mm -hmm. to do this to make money so that I can keep doing it. So I'll do this one thing that I don't want to do for something in the future that will be better or for more opportunities exactly. in the future. Who knows? Right.
2: Yeah. I actually, yeah. Like depends on sometimes like something ridiculous thing. Somebody asked me, then I, I could say no for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially my situation was like, I moved to the Canada mm-hmm. and then like my English wasn't great mm-hmm. to work anywhere,
0: mm-hmm. anywhere
2: in Canada at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Only the way I can make money is just, maybe teaching dance and maybe do the show Mm -hmm. like that was very limited Mm -hmm. so I think for my situation at the time just like I I wasn't I wasn't the position to say no so I think yeah yeah so like depends on of course like um sometimes like you know fundraiser <laughs> you know that fundraiser
1: yeah. or for exposure that kind of thing <laughs> you do a thing for exposure
2: yeah you know you know that we did many many fundraiser stuff too for the next yeah. opportunity um you know and then like time goes by kind of like i build up some of my repetitions whatever yeah. so yeah. more opportunity comes mm-hmm. or sometimes it's like i think this is not for me i pass to the next person too Mm-hmm. and then like and then do my own kind of business to kind of find my own work for mm-hmm. myself
0: mm-hmm.
2: and you know it's a it's a fun i i like recently i thought about like oh i think my lifestyle is really cool like um, <laughs> i can like just be my boss right just i yeah. can control my schedule mm-hmm. I can set it up and then and then each every day is a little bit different too. Mm-hmm. What's, so it's like kind of exciting that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So yeah, I'm like you know just b boy, b boy lifestyle. Yeah, definitely. Um, I wanted to uh, recommend to others the ne- next generation. It's a good (laughs) lifestyle if you put if you uh, work hard enough. Yeah. Like I think, and then it's totally different generation, a totally different situation too. Now it's the Olympic is coming up. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's completely different situation from like 10, 15 years ago. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Like maybe at back then, just you have to worry about how to survive as a b-boy, like like people call it b-boy hustlers. But um, I don't think I don't think like that's not an issue anymore. Like if you work hard enough, like there w- there will be an opportunity, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, and like I don't know if you if you follow him or not, but like Renegade is a very big. Uh, he's very outspoken. He talks a lot about it, like yeah, about not just the olympics but that's the big Mm -hmm. thing that people talk about a lot now but a big Mm -hmm. thing that he talks about is like no one is going to make no one's going to give you these opportunities they might happen like once in a while like Mm -hmm. silverback and this guy wanted to give back to the community right but like you know people in the community burned that bridge with him and now he's like left and he doesn't want to do it anymore as far as i know but like you know like the olympics Mm -hmm. force people to kind of like actually start to be more disciplined about stuff outside of just the dance it's like people have to think more about how is it being judged and creating Mm -hmm. a system that actually works that keeps the dance like as pure as it can be while still giving it something that it's like being judged on that's clear and then training judges and mm-hmm. then and then uh coaches and how to coach and teach and uh you know if if it keeps going if yeah. people support it and all like just not the olympics specifically but olympics mm-hmm. is just one thing that can like bring it up but uh mm-hmm. you know and even just like people making high level events like outbreak like well, mm-hmm. before like circle prints or uh what is that one in singapore radical force anniversary yeah. or whatever right freestyle mm-hmm. session mm-hmm. like people have to build these things up themselves like put in the work and and do it and make it happen and like it's really easy to talk bad about things when you're oh, not yeah. when you're not doing anything <laughs> like,
2: exactly yeah
1: but if you if you if someone were actually to go into that position like okay this thing's bad we'll make it better do something Mm -hmm. that's better Mm -hmm. do something that you think is the right direction like a lot of people don't want to do that and like i was talking with ash yeah and he was you know we were talking about this kind of thing Mm -hmm. and he just straight up said it and i kind of agree that like a lot of dancers are just lazy Mm -hmm. they don't want to put in they want to put in the work to just develop their dance Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but when it comes to anything else like even something simple like how to market yourself and how to build your brand as a dancer like i don't think a lot of dancers want to do that even Mm -hmm. they just want to dance and get have people give them opportunities and give them shows and just wait for it And like no one's gonna you might be able to like coast by if you're really good,
2: mm-hmm. but not everybody's really good, right? Exactly. If you are and, so good, people going to, people like going to have Uh, like people going to have you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Yeah. But so, but even that, like you know, it's this thinking that like, well, if you do dance, like you only the good dancers can survive Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. It's like, well, if you build a a structure for it and something for it to grow, Mm -hmm.
0: like say,
1: I mean, people have tried it with leagues and things like that. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And maybe they don't work. Maybe the market is too small or something like that. But it could also just be like, people might just have to endure and live through that time of, it's it's not getting so much traction but maybe it's slowly growing and then you know that's right yeah it might be something like the olympics that that is like a catalyst like at that point a whole bunch of people see it and suddenly there's a big interest in it and we have these things that are already in ready to kind of catch all these new people there's leagues or there's Coaching, or there's classes, there's studios mm-hmm. that people can learn at. Where it's like when the people come, there's something to hook them. It's it's already at a decent level.
2: Exactly. You know, I don't know if that made sense, but <laughs> i kind of rambling. No, my but, uh, like um, like self-employed, right? We mm. are uh, like B boys are basically self-employed, most of them. Mm-hmm. So like what what you just say that you gotta um, not just not just focus on the, if you choose to be a like full time b boy definitely mm-hmm. not just for the practice mm-hmm. you gotta some spend time for your like structure your your brand mm-hmm. build of your brand and um, yeah so it's not just the, like uh, it can't there's no time to be lazy. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's quite busy. It mm-hmm. can be very busy. Mm-hmm. Lots of things to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess um like, that's, like, that's kind of like, uh, nature, right? Just whoever, <laughs> print the work, they will be fine. Yeah, yeah. Even though not the best people in the world. Yeah. Like, I'm not the best people in the world, but. I'm like very happy. I'm a very happy b boy. Just like yeah, like happy for what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, just like every um, I think it doesn't need to be like best b boy in the world. As long as you have some meaning, Mm -hmm. what what you do, what you're doing, Mm -hmm. what is your directions, um, Mm -hmm. yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. You know, I think it's again like dance doesn't always have to be about being the best dancer it can just be something like for your for your life or something like that and also like you said you don't have to be the best dancer sometimes it's like managing your expectations i guess
0: Mm -hmm. what do you
1: want your life to be like Mm -hmm. you know do you want to do dance as your career okay uh that's fine but mm-hmm. maybe you know most people know that dance is like the the people who make a lot of money are very few yeah. right yeah but there's people who can do it as work and mm-hmm. and survive and get by yeah. and and even make save money and 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 you know do things have a family or things like that yeah but it's like if you think like oh, I want I've got to be here and I want to do this like
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you might be you might end up with like a very
2: i don't know depressing life if you never match up to that right if you never matched up to that yeah but um i think uh, like manage your expectations i guess exactly um i guess uh maybe both of us is a little bit how can i say it's not a peak time over the b-boy life (laughs) I guess, right? <laughs> so it's a little bit different. I think, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was time. My goal, my my whole just like focus was like just being a best. Just like, yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm gonna, I want to win the battle. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to be famous. I want to just, I want to win the battle. Like, I don't care any any other things other than just being mm-hmm. winning. I think it depends on um your timeline, I guess, right?
1: Yeah, for sure i yeah i totally think that when people are younger and they yeah. have the chance to yeah you know you could do that at any time but it's much easier when you're younger
2: that's that's 100 yeah.
1: especially when you're younger like you should try and like yeah. set that goal of i want to be the best in the world and try
2: yeah. exactly yeah um, definitely um so like i just want to make sure i just say that like oh you don't need to be a- best people in the world <laughs> yeah, 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 i yeah. think that bet, that's bet just for me <laughs> well it,
1: yeah it's like like you said it's uh as you grow in the dance and you get older your priorities change and right and things change and you know maybe you're the thing that you get a lot is like teaching right and seeing the growth mm-hmm. of your students and right that kind of thing that's a different kind of like fulfillment and a different kind of like maybe you still want to be the best, but you want to be the best like coach or best teacher or something like
2: that. Yeah. <laughs> and then like edge long edges look okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to look fluffy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But
1: uh, to me, like I have mentioned this a lot on a lot of my talks and, but I really think that like breaking needs to have more than just, I want to be the best competitor. It's, gotta have right. that other part which is like it's just a lifestyle it's just something that i do for fun mm. it's something that yeah like you know you just do it it's it's like when music comes on and you just want to dance mm. like right just something that you do it's not about exactly. being someone or being better than someone or whatever that can be part of it too that's a part of it Right. But there's the other side that I think a lot of people forget that it's just fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah. especially when you get into it for the first time, mm-hmm. you see that like people get into it because it's so cool. It's so new. <laughs> it's so fresh. You can do create moves that you can kind of like, that's my my move. I made it. That kind of right. thing.
2: Yeah, And it's just fun. Yeah, exactly. Just like fun and then just follow your visions. Like, for example, power move. Like technically, like for example, pocket. Mm-hmm. Like clearly, not clearly. C- yeah, clearly he's the best, one of the best power in the world. But it mm-hmm. um, might be hard to win the like for example, Red Bull BC One
0: mm-hmm.
2: because like. But um, he just focus on the just for the power move, so power move is kind of levels, just keeps going high. It keeps going up. -hmm. Because he dedicated for the the power move, right? Mm -hmm. So he evolved the power move. Yeah. Uh, I think so. In that way, what he what he's trying to do is very um very meaningful for the scene as Mm -hmm. well. Because we see something crazy, like I think it can be anything, like for the musicality or like power move or character. Mm -hmm. Um it doesn't need to be be the other side all the time as long as you do your own um vision yeah you're following that yeah um and people people will see that right
1: mm-hmm. yeah totally um maybe the last the last thing that i want to talk to you about yeah uh is just your maybe more recent journey in like brazilian jiu-jitsu ah right you got really into that in the last, what, few years, several years? Yeah. How long have time. you been doing it?
2: Uh, like now it's eight years. Eight years? Wow. Yeah. I started 2013, the day after Canada Day. So July 13th, July 2nd, <laughs> that was my first day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. How has that, so, that journey been with Jiu-Jitsu BJJ? It,
2: It's a like made made me better person, stronger person for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, like I said, I learned so many things from the breaking,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and then I applied that to the jujitsu as well. Mm -hmm. But obviously, jujitsu is different from breaking. I have something to learn, something new from the jujitsu too. And then, so you know, like through those kind of uh, new experience, new learning, always makes me. Uh, feels fulfilled, and then uh, make it stronger. So mm-hmm. um, but I'm um, like I always uh put a breaking first. You know. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's like I was uh, like on and off sometimes. Sometimes I got injured from the breaking, so mm-hmm. I had to, uh like take some break for mm-hmm. jujitsu. Um. Just uh, I always try to set a boundary like. What I'm good at, what I, uh, no, what I like, and what mm-hmm. I'm good at. Mm-hmm. But I always put aside more what I'm good at. Probably the breaking, I might be that that like, compared to jujitsu and breaking, the breaking will be the my good side. Not uh, uh, okay. So always, uh, but I'm um, jujitsu. Like I love it so much.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Learned so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, like self defense. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, lots of philosophy, many things are very similar to the breaking too. like um, with philosophy. Yeah, it's a kind of like problem problem solve,
1: right? I've, lots of creativity. I've yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a obviously very awkward movement. Both mm-hmm. both are. And then breaking is a kind of you can do by yourself. But yeah. you do you uh, with your partner, your yeah. opponent. Yeah. Oh, it's the same. It's the same. You have a, you you have an opponent. Or breaking is a like, uh, not touching. Jujitsu is a contact. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. One. I will show you my. Um, I will show you some my um, collections.
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Okay. I
2: will show you my collections.
1: Ooh. Nice. That's my For people just listening, these are, Tayo's, uh Competition medals, yeah, like for Brazilian jiu-jitsu. There is
2: eight, eight, eight medals there.
1: Nice, yeah, yeah. I like that. That you, you wanna, you still wanna compete and still push yourself, challenge yourself, and stuff like that. It's really good.
2: Yeah, you know what? I actually do. I put that stuff. I was in the box. I didn't just like. I didn't put that in the world or anything. Just I (laughs) put in the box and then. But I'm after the corona, you know. Sometimes I had a hard time, like mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes I losing, lost. I felt like I'm like, what am I doing?
0: Mm-hmm. What I've
2: done, like you know. So mm-hmm. it's like I kind of like clean up the house, and I found the and I said, oh, I think I should put away. So it's like I see what I've done. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too bad, you know. Kind of encourage myself, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's like a reminder to yourself. Hey, I yeah. I did this thing. I accomplished right. this thing.
2: Yeah. So you know. I'm not too bad. I'm doing good, so keep doing what you, what are you what you're doing. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, maybe maybe that's a a good spot to finish right there for now. I'd love to. Oh yeah. To talk again, maybe sometime in the future, but you know. Oh, for sure, man. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time to just share some of your your thoughts and your experience and and learning about you know. Your cruise history and Korean breaking history and just uh, yeah your mentality I think is very what's the word like infectious in a good way.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna Google that word. Infectious,
1: infectious means like uh, it'll it spreads spreads easily and oh. you know you're so you've had such a good attitude towards things and
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know you work really hard and it shows off shows. And then, you know, people see that and I think they want to kind of, it's inspiring for people. So Thank you you know, thanks for sharing that with, with everyone. Thank you. Um, any last things you want to say before we sign on? Um,
2: No, it was a great time. Always uh, like interviewing, just talking, kind of talking back what happened in the, um, just like beginning the day, it's always kind of reminding me mm-hmm um it's great you know it's kind of like i kind of look back a little bit so i keep going where i'm going so thank you so mm-hmm. much for bringing back my memory and then uh, <laughs> um like happy, uh, like you you are in the gumamoto right now huh? Eh?
1: actually i moved to osaka
2: oh my goodness
1: yeah so we're in the it's big city
2: close. now yeah it's not close gumamoto to osaka
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I moved there last year in September.
2: Nice, so, nice. Yeah, yeah but... man. Good luck, good luck for everything in Osaka. Osaka <laughs> yeah. is the place I've I I, I I've been many, many times. Yeah, if you good. see anybody remember me, that'll be good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, maybe this video will, will remind them
2: that, hey, mm-hmm. oh,
1: yeah, I remember that guy. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, especially like old school guys, I guess. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. um Yeah, I'd love to to talk again unfortunately Mm -hmm. yeah just because of time i gotta cut this short but i'd love to go deeper next time into like jujitsu and breaking and some of the relationships between that or just parallels Mm -hmm. and uh and i wanted to talk about your like bodybuilding history too because i know you used to do that way back right let's (laughs) do it next time yeah next time. time. even if it was just short but yeah yeah i think there's a lot that just talking about like martial arts and breaking is there's uh-huh. so much and talking about philosophy between the two so. all right
2: what about this everybody the whoever tuning this video if you have any question about me please you commented down below and <laughs> yeah 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 i'm gonna come back but yeah you
1: know. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so yeah anything you want people want to ask him for few, for the future or whatever any comments mm-hmm. things that made you think yeah just comment down below or uh whatever yeah
2: Sounds and good, we'll yeah.
1: catch people later thank you again Tyle, for doing this
2: thank you so much dean man yeah thanks and so we'll, much for having me
1: we'll see, see you time. all in the next one peace all right all right thanks everybody for listening and i really hope you enjoyed the talk If you like what you heard, please feel free to check out some of the older episodes and help spread the word about the podcast. If you really want to go that extra mile, please consider supporting on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash RazzyF2, R-A-Z-Z-Y-F2. Even as little as a dollar goes a long way, and it means a lot to have your support. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.